Welcome to Tech Transforms, sponsored by Dynatrace. I'm Carolyn Ford. Each week, Mark Snell and I talk with top influencers to explore how the U.S. government is harnessing the power of technology to solve complex challenges and improve our lives. Hi, thanks for joining us on Tech Transforms. I'm Carolyn Ford here with Mark Snell. Hey, Mark. Hey, good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. We have a we have a special episode today. Um, we get to welcome Tom Billington. He's the CEO of Billington Cybersecurity, um, and I'm just going to go full plug for this for for their premier um, summit of the year. It's it's Billington Cybersecurity Summit. It's September 5th through the 8th. If you don't have your passes, you need to go get your passes. So this really is the premier government cybersecurity summit. Um, and just here's here's a little bit of flavor. So Dynatrace is going to be there. We'll be hosting a demo on September 6th. Willie Hicks, our public sector chief technologist, is moderating a couple of panels. And Willie's also a regular co-host here on Tech Transform. So you guys know, like he's he's just a fun speaker. And he was on a few panels last year at Billington, as were you, Mark with yep. some A-listers. Um, so <laughs> Willie's panels this year uh, on September 6th, he is moderating the panel protecting data in a zero trust world. A couple of the panelists, I mean, I'm just gonna give you a flavor of what this A-list looks like. So, so one of the panelists is Gerald Karen. He's the CIO of ITA. And then Sherry Thomas, Cyber Technology Officer at the United States Marine Corps Forces and Cyberspace Command. So that's first panel. Second panel is on September 7th. Um, it's called Striking the Balance, Building a Smart Workforce and Increasing Automation. This is such a hot topic. Um, it affects us personally as employees. They're going to address like managing the burnout and how automation can help with that. But a couple of the panelists, Amy S. Hamilton, she's a PhD, Senior Cybersecurity Advisor at DOE, and Patrick Johnson, he's the Director of the Cyber Workforce Management Directorate in the Office of the Deputy CIO for Resources and Analysis at the DOD. So, I mean, that's just a little bit of the lineup at Billington. I'm saying, like I'm saying, these are A-list government leaders. So if you don't have your passes, go get them. And today with Tom Billington here, we're gonna get his insights on how Billington Cybersecurity Summit came to be, the government cybersecurity event. Um, and not only is the speaker lineup star-studded, but this summit is the only summit in the government space specifically that attracts international media. And this media includes the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Post, Financial Times, Bloomberg, all of them. And the summit regularly breaks important news that advances the cybersecurity of our government and critical infrastructure. So Tom's gonna give us a preview of what this year's summit will look like and how the latest issues impacting the public sector will guide this year's conversation. With that, welcome Tom to Tech Transforms. 
Carolyn, thank you very much. And Mark, I uh, really appreciate being on here. Um, I'm going to uh, share that introduction with my mother. It's been so nice. Thank you. <laughs> Good. So I've, I've won today. If it's an introduction that you want your mother to hear, then we're winning. Welcome, Tom. And good to thank see you, you as Mark. well. I'm very thank excited. You. I get to be Appreciate there this year. It. I don't get to come every year, but I get to be there this year. And I'm really excited to see, like some of the speakers are my favorite. I'm just going to mention Ann Duncan because I'm kind of a groupie. Um, and she actually was just on the podcast. Man, she is so fun, so intelligent and so personable. She's going to be there. So yeah. go check out and the website to see the full lineup. Thank you. And Anna's a rock star. She's um, Department of Energy as the CIO. And, um, and I'm really honored to be on this uh, on this great podcast. Thank you very much uh, for, for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you for, for joining yeah. us. Yeah, our pleasure. So let's start um, with your background in cybersecurity. You've been doing this for a while, Tom. What challenges were you facing that led you to start the Billington Cybersecurity Summit. Thanks, Carolyn. So um, it's it's interesting. the The first um, cyber related event I actually did nearly twenty five years ago. Um, believe it or not, uh, when um, in uh, in nineteen ninety nine, when I was at BNA at Thompson uh, BNA before it became part of Bloomberg, and um, if we, if we fast forward to 2010, um, it was just after the launch of uh, U.S. Cyber Command that um, that that I was looking for my next uh, area that uh, where I could contribute and uh, and build trust. And uh, I felt that the you know, with the launch of that important new agency uh, that uh, that there wasn't enough being discussed or able to be discussed in a public setting uh, for um, uh, an agency and for a topic that usually in the federal circles, as you both know, is uh, is largely classified. Um, so uh, I really started this business to be distinctly patriotic, uh, to provide a serious dialogue in a way that um, I felt wasn't really being done at that time. And um, what was the, some of the challenges, is your question? Um, so um, uh, breaking into the federal cybersecurity community, um, to be honest, was hard as an entrepreneur. Um, it built, uh, you know, we, we had to build trusted relationship after trusted relationship over the course of 14 years. Uh, it's become decidedly easier now uh, to now that um, we have uh, have the privilege of having those trusted relationships, but um, but really building that that ecosystem of trust in the DC community where where I've spent most of the majority of my life uh, is uh, was probably the greatest challenge, but but is the greatest thrill now to be able to you know continue to build that that community of trust. Um, and uh, so that was one challenge. And the second was, you know, how do you uh, discuss a topic that is largely classified um, in a public setting in a way that benefits the community? And I think that's a that's an area where we've really rapidly, uh, as a community, rapidly um, uh, uh, built uh, is the ability to to have a dialogue, uh, not just with our government allies. 
and with our industry partners, but also with the international community, which we're very excited to uh, feature again this year at the summit and love to delve into it more. Yeah. And when you started, I mean, really cybersecurity was the wild, wild west. And to your mm -hmm. point, getting information out to the rest of the world that doesn't fit into the classified world has been key in in securing making us a more secure absolutely and um that they are and important not just for government uh, but for all the citizens that government serves um they're it's increasingly important in the critical infrastructure sector obviously and that's been uh uh revealed in a number of recent advisories uh, by CISA and FBI and um, NSA and the like. Um, we're excited this year to have uh, speakers like you know, General Nakasone to open the summit and uh, DNI Haynes to close the summit and then CISA Director Easterly to open day two and uh, the DISA Director open day three. So it, it'll be a... Um, really full event. We are tracking right now three times the registrants of last year to date. Wow. So um, we're we're excited by the reception that it's received in the community and, and incredibly honored to uh, to be able to have partners like like yours and um, and partners in government to be able to um, provide an exceptional uh, uh, service to the community. We are excited to be part of the summit again this year. And I've had the pleasure of hearing some of the speakers that you just mentioned, and they are not boring, much like mm -hmm. Ann Duncan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Not at all. Well, given, I... given the forum, Tom, how do you come up with the speaker topics uh, sure. for an event like that? So um, we have a, uh, a content team, Mark, as you know, any great venture <laughs> Can, uh, comes about through a great team. And um, so we have a content team that meets almost daily now uh, to develop this, uh, the, the four-day event, 40 sessions um, that, uh, that this program will feature. We come up with them through a number of ways. Um, first is we collect attendee feedback from previous events. Um, so last year, for instance, future areas that were a really real grand interest included data and cloud security, uh, identity management, supply chain related issues. Um, and then we focus on what key technology developments there are and how, how they will likely impact future cybersecurity issues like AIML this year, obviously with ChatGPT, um, space, multi-cloud implementation, uh, to a lesser extent, quantum computing um, as well, key areas. Uh, then we try to incorporate world events, what's going on outside um, uh, with uh, obviously the Russian invasion of Ukraine. We've done a lot with Ukraine trying to support that country. Um, the rise of China as a key U.S. competitor, the growing world of cybercrime. And lastly, we focus on, so, okay, we have the you know, world events, we have the technology developments, and then we overlay on that the policy uh, developments. So for instance, as you know, the oh, release yeah. of the National Cybersecurity Strategy and the Implementation Plan and the Workforce Strategy just this week, uh, DOD's release of its Zero Trust Framework uh, and, and all the many policy er uh, documents that 
uh, as you know, are released regularly. Um, those all then uh, further um, uh, round out the, uh, the, the program that our content team is working so hard on every day. And for me, that that last piece is is particularly valuable because those documents are unwieldy to say the least. Um, even if I did read them, I don't understand most of what I'm reading. And most importantly, I wanna know what matters to our government leaders, what they're focusing on. And this is such a great venue to understand that. What holes have you seen when it comes to bridging federal government cybersecurity initi initiatives and commercial cybersecurity initiatives? Have you seen like a disconnect um, or any gaps between the two? Right, um, so a couple things. Um, great question. Um, uh, so this is obviously a very complicated issue <laughs> for several reasons. Um, most federal entities, as you know, already have strong working relationships with the technical commercial sector. Uh, these include the you know, giant cloud and service providers, tool providers, systems integrators, and the like. Um, so these relationships are ongoing, oftentimes very deep. On the other hand, there are a host of other commercial entities that are interested in introducing what they do in the federal sector who are less well-known. They have amazing innovations, but Sometimes the, um, the, the way to get into the government takes longer than their businesses allow. Um, so you know, how do you engage those early stage entrepreneurs and innovators uh, and, and allow what they are doing to, uh, to, to help our, our, our government partners? Second, there's a continual movement of key players on both sides that forces uh, companies and federal entities to continually find ways to engage. Uh, government funding uh, can vary, uh, obviously, and the, um, the, the government need for new cybersecurity efforts is also often not balanced among entities um, who all have different levels of cybersecurity requirements. Um, and then all these kind of um, uh, force, sort of create a, a complex environment sometimes about Governance, um, you know, if a if a cyber breach impacts an organization, where should an organization turn? Uh, that's you know a uh, that's a continual source, I think, of um, of concern among some, uh, and you know, but overlaying all that is an incredible leadership team throughout the U.S. government. I think the the strongest we've ever seen between. You know, many who are doing firesides uh, today, Ambassador Nate Fick, Ann Newberger, Director Jen Easterly, uh, General Nakasone, um, you know, two nominees for new posts, Harry Coker and Lieutenant General Hawk. Um, I mean, it's it's really a strong team uh, and harnessing all that uh, firepower is, is, uh, is increasingly important. Hey, Tom, that got me thinking. Yeah. You said something. You, you mentioned critical infrastructure and and we were talking about industry partners with government, technology partners. Um, but in conversations that I'm hearing more and more, there are commercial entities like the financial institutions in uh, in the U.S., uh, right. you know, healthcare, energy utilities, law enforcement, et cetera, 
that I think of when I think of like critical infrastructure, I think of, okay, well, the, the U.S. critical infrastructure, how, how have you been able to kind of incorporate some of the talk track that they, they may be dealing with kind of in this segment? I know it's, we're more government, this is more government oriented, but is there a, is there any sort of like synergy there for those types of folks to engage? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, great question. So, um, we have uh, a couple panels that I thought I'd mention. Um, we have actually a whole afternoon focused on critical infrastructure. Um, one panel on healthcare, uh, which is uh. going to um, feature the CISO at Johns Hopkins um, and among others, um, uh, CIO at uh, it's uh, Carl Mathias. Um, so, <clears throat> and uh, so we, we have a healthcare a panel. Uh, we also have a um, uh, energy panel that is oh, yeah. um, going to focus on on the energy sector. Um, just Mark, in, in years ago, we also um, I got to know the importance of critical infrastructure in a big way with two events we did in Detroit uh, in the um, focused on on auto cybersecurity and um, you know. Uh, I think we were talking right before about you know, what's the call to action it, at that event. The actual the we had Mary Barra, the CEO of General Motors, speak for the one of the first times in cybersecurity, and it was such an impactful event that the auto sector came together with voluntary requirements uh, for the first time in cybersecurity the day before our event. So, I think these these summits are 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 meant to be. Uh, action oriented and given that the majority of uh of, of the data in the world in, in the US yeah. is held in the in the critical infrastructure sector in the private sector um that's crucial area of importance yeah, well, what do you higher think, education as well you know <laughs> yeah. higher education absolutely yeah. um and uh yeah for sure and involving I academia mean, I is a creep. Yeah. When we talk to, um, you know, in our space, when we talk to our commercial customers, they're dealing with a lot of the same issues that the government is dealing with. And ultimately, like you just said, you know, that a lot of that uh, data and information, you know, we deem as critical uh, to the national, to our national interests. And so I just was interested to see what kind of engagement you might have seen you know, from the commercial sector and uh, something like the your summit. Well, yeah, and your, and, go ahead, Carol. Well, I was just going to say to your point, Tom and Mark, on all of the panels, you have, I keep mentioning the government rock stars, but we've got a lot of industry rock stars too. I mean, we've got people from Oracle, you just named a few, John Hopkins, our resident rock star, Willie Hicks. So yep. industry, um, leading industry that mm -hmm. are excellent partners to the government now. So they're participating in the conversation at the summit. Exactly. And uh, the, we have over 75 industry partners who are, um, who will be exhibiting in the, in the exhibit hall this year. So um, it's actually the first time we've done this since uh, 2019. Um, and um and in a much bigger way. So, um, yeah, industry, we have, uh, you know, 
really some of the best innovators in the in the world at the summit um and you know companies we all know well um so yeah industry plays the crucial role and and really the the interconnection between industry and government is at the very heart of the summit and it's yeah. it's why we exist it's 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 the aim of the um you know to foster that collaboration between the public and private sector uh, because we have we're you know it's a it's a team sport as you know uh general nakasoni has stated that and others um so it's uh it's crucial that uh that that partnership be forged and uh these four days of um of collaboration will will be central to that well and yeah, i was me, glad you, to see that you brought the exhibit hall back this year because i mean foremost is your speaker lineup and your topics and the exhibit hall is a easy way for the attendees to pop over looking look who are looking for technologies to help solve specific problems and if they know for example um, they're looking for observability <laughs> so they can come over to the Dynatrace um, booth and and get a quick demo and it's so it's an easy way on the break for them to explore a lot of technologies. How many vendors did you say will be there? Seventy over seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a yeah. it's a really good way for um, that exploration of the vendors without with pretty little commitment on your part. Exactly. It's it's uh, really uh, the those who who register and. Um, Thank you for the plug on the on, on registering. Um, we you know, th those who do register will get the opportunity not just to attend the um, and and hear from the the speakers, and we have twenty two breakouts, and uh, that's not to mention all the general sessions and firesides. Um, so so you'll be able to hear that, learn from them, uh, ask questions in the breakouts. But also in the um, in the exhibit hall, we'll have two all attendee receptions. So that's something we've never done before. So it'll be a chance to network, um, and uh, and and for those who are attending to visit the exhibit booths like Dynatraces and so many others. So thank you, thank you for thank that, you. Mug, Tom. <laughs> we normally don't do that. Uh, <laughs> I did it, Tom. So. <laughs> Tom, let me. If I can, let me pull on that this thread that you mentioned just a, a minute ago about call to action. So I know we've been yeah. in this space for a while and we've been having some of these conversations around cybersecurity uh, for a while. How do you measure or how do you see like the call to action on progress that's being made um, you know, in this space? So um Great question. So measurement you mentioned is uh, is a key topic and question that we, you know, how do you measure um, your effectiveness in cybersecurity? That will be woven through every set of questions that we will provide speakers. Um, and we take this work seriously. We'll spend the next five, next four weeks or so um, in content calls with with our panelists, um, yeah, so that we'll be discussing and and uh, Terry Burris, our content director, is um, brilliantly developed the questions and um, we um, 
so so each each panel is is carefully worked out so that um, we deliver value to uh, to to attendees. So how do we make this a call to action? Um, it really the 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 speakers that we've uh, we're, we're fortunate to have, and this is over two hundred. We expect we have already have a, over one hundred sixty speakers. Um, the uh, the speakers that we're we're privileged to have um, is is unlike any other uh, event. I would humbly say in the in the government sector. So it is and marks a call to action just by I, itself. A hundred percent agree. I think that the content that you all deliver in the format that you've had is is different than anything I've ever seen. Speaking of content, <laughs> give us a sneak peek, Tom. Like the, the recent news, we've got the Move It vulnerability regulation yeah. of generative AI, bans on TikTok, one of my favorite topics. Um, what do you think the hottest topic at Billington is going to be this year? Uh, so AI and uh, chat GPT, uh, we will have uh, three different sessions on, on AI, at least three. Um, Offensive cyber, uh, we're seeing new authorities and, and funding being given to uh, the uh, offensive cyber, uh, whether that be in classified or unclassified settings. Um, obviously, I don't have a clearance. So I'm, I can't say on the on the classified, but I certainly know in the uh, that uh, what I read in the in the unclassified uh, data security supply chain um, uh is is key uh, more aggressive private public engagement um will dominate the conversation and um i i think the um the area of zero trust is uh is i know uh an important area for the federal government uh between the um the the announcements from dod and cisa uh and uh, and nist and others um it will be increasingly important next year, and it's really with zero trust. It's it's a um, I know a, a derided perhaps as a concept among some who have been long in the industry, uh, not derided perhaps, but um, but it, it becomes a buzzword. But what it really entails is um, is what we'll be discussing, things like identity access management um, and and the like. Uh, we'll be having two tracks focused on one on zero trust uh, and identity and one on zero trust and data security. And then each one will be uh, addressing even more specific topics uh, so that we can um, help demystify uh, what is uh, an important topic for, for our government partners. Hope so that you, helps you, Kellen. Yes. And I'm wondering about the oldies but goodies like zero trust what what's new so um what is new is um is the government adoption of it and the um so right many of the areas that zero trust encompasses have been around um uh for since the profession has uh has existed in cybersecurity, but um, at no other time has the U.S. government um, proclaimed the importance of this overarching um, field as as it has in the last few years. So, you know, it becomes important for the government 
It becomes important for the industry um, uh, leaders who serve them. And uh, it's certainly been you know, proclaimed at the very highest level of, of US government um, uh, as being important. So uh, I think that's, uh, and, and there are some obligations, uh, important ones that are coming about next year that, uh, that, that we all have to pay attention to. Fantastic. So we're going to move on to our tech talk questions. Mark, Great. do you want to ask him the first one? Sure. So um, can you tell us what one of your favorite or more memorable moments has been from one of the cybersecurity summits? Sure. Last year, uh, George Dubinsky is the uh, the deputy to the Minister of Digital Transformation at that time uh, from Ukraine uh, gave a talk um, with uh, Jim Lewis uh, from CSAS moderated, Dmitry Alperovich uh, served on that panel. And at the conclusion of it, um, he, uh, he finished and he got a standing ovation from our audience, which is one of only two standing ovations received in the four, uh, 13 years we had held events. And um, so that uh, we've held, as you know, Mark, having attended a number of them, we've held a number of events on behalf of Ukraine. Uh, and this is, it's a very personal um, issue for me. My father was a uh, Russian historian before he passed away. Uh, he um great supporter of Ukraine. He had taught in Russian, at Russian history, cultural history, and, um, uh, uh, and in, uh, both at Harvard and, and Princeton. And um, so it was, you know, it's, it's a personal thing for, for me and for for all of us in the community. I think we all, our hearts, you know, reach out to the um, our, our Ukrainian uh, countrymen and women who are um, defending themselves against Russian aggressors. So, uh, so that was certainly a highlight that I can recall. And uh, yeah, we're just privileged to uh, to serve the community and serve Ukraine. The international piece that you've introduced to the Billington Summit, I really applaud. We are a global community. Mm -hmm. It can't be us versus them. We are, we're a global community. I really respect and appreciate what you've done with the international community and specifically with Ukraine to have, have them come and speak and shed light on what's happening with them personally. And I know, Mark, that was a favorite session of yours as well. Yeah, absolutely. Very emotional. Yeah. 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 And um, we, um, you know, the, the other speakers this year, we have um, the new head of BSI in Germany, who's going to give her first uh, talk in the U.S., uh, Sammy Corey, is head of the Canadian Cybersecurity Center, uh, terrific thought leader, uh, and um, Juliet Wilcox from the UK will also be speaking. Um, so, um, uh, and Erica Lewis as well from the UK. So, so we do. Um, you know, it's it's not just the US um, team sport; it's an international team sport. And the way our you know the the, the partnership with our international allies is is crucially important. As you will, yeah. you both know. 
Yeah. And our agencies have those allies too. And Duncan was just talking about P-TECH with us and the important work that DOE is doing with the European um, countries. And that, I mean, we're, we're sharing information, we're learning and growing from one another. So right, just really important. Okay. So now I'll move yeah. on to a more lighthearted question. <laughs> <laughs> What's one piece of advice you'd give to someone starting out in their career? Uh, that's a that's a great question. Um, do what you love and uh, never settle. Um, that's a um, it's perhaps not a uh, one that is popular sometimes, uh, but it's it's crucially important. I. Um, I graduated from Brown University undergrad and always loved publishing. Um, loved to write, loved to, you know, develop uh, new content. And that was that was my interest since 1986. Um, and um, I'm dating myself here, <laughs> but um, and uh, so I, I really tried to stay with with what I loved. And when I departed from that, uh, usually suffered consequences so i really try to stick with that and and it's something i i try to um share with with those who were privileged to uh to mentor i've been the uh beneficiary of of many mentors and um and try to you know pay it forward um so um so that's that's one you know key piece of advice i'd uh i'd I'd encourage any any person and and the cybersecurity field is such a wonderful area. I would I would encourage um, those who are starting out in their career to look at cybersecurity. Uh, it's there's an incredible worker shortage, as you both know, mm -hmm. uh, as the government knows, hundreds of thousands, um, and it's uh, it's an incredible mission field. Um, incredible way to serve your country, serve your fellow um, uh, fellow citizens, and um, so uh, pursue the field in cybersecurity, and um, and the the doors will be opened. Fantastic oh, that's, advice! That's great advice. Yeah. Right. Do what you love. So simple and so hard <laughs> to stay yes. true to. And you you're a great example of. Um, what you can do when when you follow your own words of advice. Thank you. Appreciate that, Carolyn. All right, Mark, you got the last one. Okay. Um, have you listened to any podcasts other than ours um, or book, <laughs> read any books or seen any movies or anything that uh, you'd recommend for our audience? Sure. So um, well, I haven't seen Mission Impossible yet, but I hear it's quite good. Have you all seen that? No, not yet. No. I want to see it. What about Oppenheimer? Have you seen Oppenheimer? I haven't. I haven't yet. But I've no. heard. Have you seen it? No. No, yeah. but I've seen Sorry. Barbie. Seen Barbie. I heard that was really good. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, okay. It's really clever. I, I think you would enjoy it being a writer because mm -hmm. you will get how difficult um, the message that she conveys with such sharp humor, mm. how hard that is. I think you'll really appreciate it, Tom. Yeah, great. Um, so, um, yeah, just as far as uh, podcasts um, <clears throat> and TV and books, movies, um, uh, books by Kevin Mitnick are often uh, really uh, 
great um, uh, books by uh, David Sanger, the New York Times, Nicole Perroth, formerly of the New York Times. Um, anything I can read by Dr. Ronald Ross from NIST, I, um, <clears throat> I do. Um, uh, articles by, um, you know, uh, Director Easterly, General Nakasone that, uh, that they put out. I, um, I also read very closely. Um, on the movie front, I mean, related to cybersecurity, I, I try to shy away from much of what Hollywood produces there. It's, uh, it's such an important, serious area that um, I, you know, I, I don't uh, probably delve into those, the, 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 the movies too much on that front. Um, but um, uh, once the summit's over and, and our, uh, our team's able to relax, I'll, I'm sure I'll have a little more time to watch movies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mark, this is why I follow Tom Billington because you just heard his lighthearted reading. It's stuff that I look at the title, I'm like, I don't even understand the title. So Tom reads it, breaks it down for me, gets it at the, the cybersecurity summit. So um, I can understand it. It ain't Doonesbury. <laughs> no, that's, that's what I read. I went to see Barbie. <laughs> and I loved it. Um, well, great. thank you so much, Tom. This has been really, really fun. Great. Thank you. It's been great fun. And uh, thank you for all your... Um, your your important work for our national security and um thank you for your partnership thanks for this great podcast um look forward to seeing you in september and those listening hope to see you in september um and uh, i think there's more description about the summit in the show notes and uh thanks mark and carolyn really very much for your uh for your time and for having me on appreciate it very thank much. you tom great to yeah. see you again and uh i look forward to seeing you at your summit great Same. thanks so much and, and thanks to our listeners, share this episode, smash that like button. You know, this really was a special episode. We do not endorse vendors. We are all, we're vendor agnostic. That's how important we feel like cybersecurity, Billington Cybersecurity Summit is. If you only go to one event this year, this is the one you should be at. So, um, Thank you, Tom, for your service to our country, for giving our leaders a platform to share these important messages. We will see you uh, next week on Tech Transforms. Thanks for joining Tech Transforms, sponsored by Dynatrace. For more Tech Transforms, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. 